Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Last week in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we were talking about people who blame others for their shortcomings instead of taking personal responsibility for themselves. Let's continue with that subject today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. When one moves to another culture, climate, customs, and an accent or language, it's hard to stay. There's an inherent homesickness. He sojourned means he dwelt as a stranger. Now, some people say, I feel called of God to Japan because I love the Japanese. And that is good, but the Japanese will have a different culture, climate, customs, and other things. And whereas at first, you have a heart for it. After a while, you may get exasperated. You don't go because you love those people. Not because you love them particularly more so than other people. You go because you're called of God. And you love God. And when you go because you're called of God and you love God, then he will give you a love for those people that's greater than the original love you had for them. Now, by faith, Abraham stayed. Now, this is speaking then of a faith that endures. Now, we read of failures of most of the people in this chapter in other parts of the Bible. God shows us that these are normal people who somewhere along the line simply took God at his word, which shows us that we too can please him by faith. Now, there is a strange doctrine that's going out there today. People look at Abraham, they look at David, and they look at other men that are placed in this Hall of Faith. And they talk about what terrible parents they were. And boy, they run them down, say all matter of evil against them, and blame everything the ones after them did because of their sin. As if it's the modern-day humanistic psychology that says, it's my parents' fault, nothing's my fault. As if anything David, Abraham, or any of these other heroes of the faith, Noah, and on down, they, they put all the sins of their sons on their father because they would have never done those things that their fathers had not failed in their life. Well, folks, that takes responsibility for our own sin from us. Now, God looked at these men and thought so much of them, he put them in the hall of faith. That ought to tell us something. You know, there is such a thing as called as higher critics. And they speak of, you need to learn to think with a critical mind. 
But my friend, don't think of it with a critical mind of the Word of God. The Word of God is absolute truth. There is no error in it all. God never, ever made a mistake in any of his judgments, in any of his decisions. They were always altogether righteous. So, really, critical thinking should really be applied to men, not to God, not to his word, and not to those that God has honored in his word. Why should we be ever attacking the very people God has placed in this great hall of faith? We need to really think of what people are trying to do. You know, I think that people that teach those things are sincere, but sincerity is not always right. You can be sincere and sincerely wrong. The Bible is always, always, always right. And and it's not a thing of sincerity. It's a thing of righteousness. You see, the devil can deceive us. He can deceive us so badly we think we're right when actually we are wrong. Now, looking here, we could say in short, Abraham simply took God at his word. And he stuck with it. He stuck with it. Now, friend, enduring faith is more important than a great victory. You may have a great victory somewhere along the line, but I want the man that is still faithful years down the road. I can remember having church and guy coming in and building a large bus route, built, built larger than anybody else. But within a year, he was gone and in the world. But that guy that has stayed here for 20 years and, and longer, he's been bringing boys and girls in year after year after year. And in the long run, he's brought in more than the other guy and he's seen more souls saved. I'd much rather have enduring faith than great one great victory. So we go on to verse 10, and it says, For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And we see Abraham looked for a city. <laughs> In the imperfect tense, it means that Abraham continually spent his life looking for that city. The word looking has the idea of to watch for to expect. And the Greek, again, is very helpful here, for it uses the definite article before city and foundations. He looked for the city, the foundation. We're reminded of Revelations chapter 21-22. We're not told if God had revealed to Abraham as much about that city as God has to us in Revelation chapter 21 and 22. But we do know this. Abraham believed him about it. Abraham knew there was no city on earth as this city. Abraham had eternity set in his heart. Now, there are some that will ask, is this speaking of the earthly Jerusalem sometime in the future? Well, Abraham actually went to Mount Moriah, where the Dome of the Rock stands today, to offer Isaac. 
And Abraham also met Melchizedek, priest of the Most High God and king of Salem, which was Jerusalem. But what we need to understand is that all earthly homes are temporal homes. He looked for an eternal city. Let me read to you that city from Revelation chapter 21, beginning with verse 10 and going through verse 27. Please listen as I read this. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God and her light was likened to a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. And it had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, twelve thousand furlongs. The length, and the breadth, and the height of it are equal. And he measured the wall thereof an hundred and forty and four cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, likened to clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a chalcedony the fourth an emerald, the fifth a sardonyx, the sixth a sardius, the seventh a chrysolite, the eighth a beryl, the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysoprasus, the eleventh a jacinth, and the twelfth an amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. There shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. But they that are written in the Lamb's book of life. Now you think of this city coming down out of heaven. It has twelve foundations. Each foundation is a precious stone of one kind or another. One is a jasper, for an example. We're told one is a sapphire stone. And evidently these are translucent stones, which a light would cast many colors from it. The height, as we saw, it was the city being four square, 
and it was 12,000 furlongs. And somebody said, well, how much of a distance is that? If we put that in our measurement, we'd say the height was about something like from Maine to Florida. It's with something like maybe Denver, Colorado to the Atlantic Ocean in width and in depth. So it was, it's four square. The golden city, the gold is so pure, it's almost like transparent glass. The gates are pearl. Jesus said, in this house are many mansions. And then Jesus is the light of it. And the Bible tells us that he is, in his glory, seven times brighter than the sun. So you think of a city that large and being able to look up from the new earth and see those 12 foundations, those pearled gates, and that huge city hanging above the earth, lighted seven times brighter than the sun, and all those glorious colors coming off of it. Then you begin getting an idea of the city for which Abraham was looking. And that's why the castles and the palaces of this world seem like shacks, and he just decided he was just as well off to stay in a tent. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light Broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my